Welcome back, people. It is currently Tuesday, March 15th. The weather is starting to be pretty, at least in the Midwest. And it is 5.03 p.m. Getting a head start. Vince, how are we feeling, my guy? Oh, it's the it's the Vince flu game today, Mike. Um, as you said, the weather's changing, and that comes with a nice little cold here. So, just as a warning, if I uh, start laughing too hard or if I need to cough, I'm just gonna immediately mute myself so you guys don't have to hear that garbage. But I'm excited to be here, and you know, it's gotta happen. It's gotta happen. battle, battle. We battle stay consistent, it. people. True story. Yes, well, sir. good. Well, I mean, hey, shall we start? We got so much to get into today. Mm-hmm. We got a lot to unpack. So why don't we start here with uh, the NCAA bracket season? Yes. Yes. So, Vince, since you are the NCAA basketball aficionado, yeah. why don't we kind of discuss here how you're feeling about it, and then we'll kind of just go from there. Sure, dude. Okay, so so in two days, the day that you're listening to this, basically, on Thursday, that is going to be the beginning of the tournament. So they're doing the first four today and tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Thursday, they are starting the tournament. Um, a few things on this. A uh, couple teams that are exciting. Um, and then there's a couple teams that I don't know if they should be in there or not. Um, but first off, if anybody's picking Gonzaga, just don't do it. Just don't do it. It happens every year. They're always a number one seed every year. And um, then they don't they make it to their they don't I don't think they've ever made it to the final four, if I'm not mistaken. Crazy. So I don't mean, pick that... Gonzaga. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> We're the wise. Don't pick Gonzaga. Yeah, everybody, I feel like it's super high on Gonzaga. Like, that's kind of my thing. So, and they got to they gotta join like a way better conference. Like, I, f- I forgot what, which one they're in. They're like the Midwest Conference or something like that. Um, they got to join a different one. So it's a little more, it's the West Coast Conference, rather. Yeah, they're undefeated or whatever it may be. You're almost undefeated. Still, though, it's like, you know, go to a different conference, a little bigger, uh, little more uh, competition but i mean chet holgram's good on that team there's a lot of good players i'm really excited to see how this goes okay yeah see here's the thing i don't really get into this except like two years ago when okay. i i really had nothing much more to watch so i get into a little bit of the big 10 basketball but just being straight honest with everybody here this is something that I'm kind of a fly on the wall for. I don't know names. I don't get anything too crazy. For my watching enjoyment, is it exciting? Is it fun? They play defense, actually, in college basketball, so that's kind of fun to watch. It's a gambler's heaven, too. Oh, it's a gambler's heaven as well, if you know what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's I mean that's kind of the beauty of it, too, is like no one ever really knows what they're doing. Because no. there's always, there's always going to be, like, I already know this and I accept it. Like, the first like five or six games, my bracket's going to be entirely busted. That's just how it goes. You never know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, I agree with that statement. Yeah, definitely something here where I feel as if, you know, some dark horse teams are, are going to emerge. And and what would you say would that be? Is a team out of the Big Ten going to make a big push? You know, Iowa's in the game right now. Dude, um, so there's a lot of Kansas. I, I mean, a lot Kansas of cool is always a big one. Yeah. So why don't um, you elaborate further? Sure. Well, I so I like U of I. I'm biased. Um, they were good last year. Obviously, they lost Io in the draft, and now he's a Chicago Bulls sweet boy. Um, but Kofi Coburn's still good. Um, they got a good team. Um, I think they're slated four right now, so they're going to play Chattanooga in the first round. Um, I I am excited to see what they do. Uh, there's a few like Ohio State. I don't have any. 
any real like faith in there. I'm also going in like a homer pick and picking loyal over them in the first round. But Ohio State, neither here nor there for me. Iowa was, I've watched them a couple times this year. It's really interesting. They kind of do the same thing with basketball as they do with um with football. There's a lot of good defense. They're a little bit of a slower team, so I'm excited to see how far they go. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I have them losing in the second round, but. You know, all things considered, it's going to be really interesting to see how it goes forward from there. What's interesting is everybody kind of has the uh, the elite eight here, at least in the East and the Midwest, coming down to Purdue, Kentucky, and Wisconsin, and Auburn. And it's interesting in that sense where it's like, okay, so of course everybody's going to go with a favorite here. But if you could choose any one of these teams to upset, who would you pick? Sorry, want to name them one more time just to be sure. Purdue and Kentucky. Right. Wisconsin versus Auburn. Well, Wisconsin's a really interesting team. They weren't even highly touted in the beginning of the year. So right. I'm really – they kind of like made their way back in the last couple games. Um, really after that like uh, – after that Michigan scuffle with uh, Jawan Howard there. Um, it kind of like changed some heads, turned some heads. So I think – I don't think Auburn's perfect. I think Wisconsin can possibly could do something with them. Um, but I also like LSU. So my bracket, I ended up taking LSU over Wisconsin as like an upset. Um, so I don't know. I think, I think Wisconsin might have, might have it. Cause Baylor's a really a damn good team. So I don't see them dropping. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't see Baylor. I mean, B- Baylor, I think has out of any team coming out of the East, one of the best abilities to repeat. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't see them anywhere except for I have them in my elite eight. Um, but I took Texas because I love Texas. But I have them in my elite eight, so that's obviously they're obviously Norman Nate there. would not approve of your love for Texas. But hey, man, I said this last week, um, and we're gonna talk about our final four in a second. But I pick Texas like every year. Something happens with my brain where I'm like, you know what? Kevin Durant played on there in 2007. I think they're probably gonna be good in 2022. There's no reason to think otherwise. Interesting. I don't know, man. I <laughs> mean, stupid. Kevin Durant's a, uh, an outlier here. I know. I'm. I I totally agree. But that's kind of the thing with this. Like the favorites very rarely win. So. Oh yeah. I'm not going to be right anyway. So if Texas wins, I'm going to be one out of like 15 people that put Texas as the winner here. Interesting. Interesting. Well, it's I, dumb. I feel as it's if, dumb, but I do it. <laughs> I mean, it would be hysterical to me if a team like Creighton makes the Elite Eight. I mean, hey man, that's. That's Big East right there. That's DePaul territory. I mean, you, you never know with this. That's why I feel as if it's so interesting. Yeah, right? and it is I just mean, so interesting. There are a, a couple cool uh, Big East teams too. As far like Villanova makes it every year. That's just an understand that people just understand that. But Providence has played really well this year too, and they're also in the tournament. So I don't know. Could have some Big East. There's no Big East football that's any good. So Big East basketball all day. Man, I mean, people got Texas getting bounced in the first round. Not me. Not me. It's pretty interesting. It's going to be interesting. I mean, people are pretty high on Purdue this year, too. They got a big man in the middle. I forget his name. Yeah. He is a freak. Yeah. He is a freak. They're really fun to watch. There's There's a lot of cool teams. I mean, there's people say this, but like year after year, teams just get more and more athletic. That is certainly... The situation here because it seems like every team kind of has that one guy even murray state's in the tournament this year and that's exciting they don't have john moran anymore obviously but it's just i don't know it's cool to be watching all these guys like like i said um 
you got Gonzaga, I got a big man. U of I's got a big man. Like it's, I don't know. It's fun to watch. And the ba- basketball is becoming more big man centric again now too. So it's, that's more fun for me. The resurgence of the big man is nice to see. It's just the defense, you know, translation from the NCAA tournament to the NBA is yeah. totally different, you know, because the NBA, I will give them credit. They are getting better with the defensive prowess and you just got to wait for know, the playoffs. Letting, yeah. <laughs> really? Letting more shit slide. Right. Yeah. Like you said, it's the playoffs and same thing with this same principle playoff let the territory. Boys play. Yeah. Let them play. So that's, you know, the school of thought I usually come from when it comes to basketball. I like an aggressive game uh, more so than the stuff than like, oh, yeah, you know, you pass gas in the lane and it's a foul. Like, that's the type of stuff I really hate seeing. Yeah. It's like, oh, he poked him. It's like, well, that's just going to happen. That's the nature of the beast. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the difference between like, you know, hockey and basketball. You know, Duncan Keith gets four teeth knocked out in a playoff game, misses a shift. And yeah. LeBron James gets poked in the eye and he's down for 20 minutes. Remember when so. Paul Pierce left on a, what was it, a wheelchair? Yeah, and he and came, back. came back and played. The wheelchair or, game. I mean, even uh, remember when Lamar Jackson went out and he had to take a poop and then came back? <laughs> he totally had to take a shit. There was no bones about it that he had to poo that day. It was so funny. That's such a funny situation. And everybody was like, oh, so what really what happened? And I'll never forget watching that game. And they're like, you know, some say you had to go to the bathroom. No, no, man, I'm good. You guys are crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, we've all done that trap before, dog. Yeah. You had to take oh, a shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You he came keep, back and won the game. Eat those boys together. Came back like a a waddle. Just just came back, had to just hold on, got to take a shit, get some emodium, and then back out. So, I mean, my man was just prairie dogging. It is what it is. But (laughs) yeah, this is going to be this is going to be exciting. Do you want to give me your final four here? Vince, I'm going to let you start with this because to be perfectly honest, it's one of these situations where looking at this bracket, I'm like, you know, where do I start? But I think I got a better understanding here. So, why don't you start? With your reasoning and why, sure. and while you're, you know, giving the people your reasoning, okay, I'm gonna concoct something here. I love that. Um, first thing I'm gonna do is give a couple up upsets that I have going on here, um, okay. just because I like those, and I think every year there's at least one like, what is it like, uh, what would it be two and fifteen? Like, there's at least one two and fifteen upset every single year. I didn't end up taking any of them. I like all the one two seeds, so I ended up taking all of them. So again, I'm gonna be wrong. Um, but there's a few times where I'm like, you know what, maybe, maybe someone's going to lose. And the first thing I want to pick, I really like Rutgers this year. There's no reason to, they're in the, they're in the play. And so there's, there's a good chance that after today, they're not even going to be in the tournament. If Notre Dame beats them, mm-hmm. I think if Rutgers makes it to the tournament, they're kind of like on a heater. They're like the 49ers in the wild card spot. So I have them beaten Alabama. Um, I have them losing losing the next round, but I have them beating Alabama in the first round. So I think that'd be really fun. Um, and then also on the same note, I took Michigan to be Colorado state in the beginning. I'm not a huge Colorado state believer. Um, I wouldn't take my opinion as any sorts of fact at all. Um, but yeah, I don't really care for Colorado state this year. I have Michigan moving on and then losing to Tennessee right after that. Um, so yeah, th- those will be fun. But my final four ended up being Arkansas versus Texas and Illinois versus Auburn. Um, I ended up putting Texas and Illinois in the final. Uh, is that likely? Absolutely not, but it is what it is. Um, and then I took Texas as my winner because, again, I love me some Texas and basketball. Well, I, I kind of dig where you're coming from right here, Vince. 
I really kind of do. Woo-hoo. So for me, looking at this right now, uh, and and looking at it across the board, the way I viewed it was this: I I really kind of want to see Tennessee win this whole thing, mm-hmm. just for the sake that they haven't been in a Final Four and. I don't know how long. Ages, yeah. Ages. And beyond that, I'd like to see the Arizona versus Tennessee matchup prior. uh, Beyond that point. Uh, At least in the Elite Eight. And then getting down to it. You got no love for Illinois? Dude, honestly, the way they played Purdue this year, I I don't see it happening. That was rough. They're really up and down. Yeah, I've watched a handful of their games this year. And if they play good competition, it's kind of done. Yeah. So to me, that's how I view that final going. And then as far as Baylor goes, I think Baylor, Arkansas is that side of the fence. Mm-hmm. Arkansas I, looks good, man. Yeah. No. And, and I, I think it's going to be Baylor versus Tennessee to to wrap it all out. And then. Ooh, that's a fun game. Yeah. And you're taking you're taking Tennessee to win it all. Tennessee won it all. What a tall task at the end there. I like that. Oh, yeah. that like That's just hypothetically how I'd like to see it go. Do I think that's going to happen? No. I think Arizona has her big shot. Yeah. I think Arizona, and Duke might make a run. I really, for the love of God, I have Duke losing in the second round of Davidson. I, I want Duke to lose immediately. I think it'd be so funny. And I... I Obviously, legend, whatever it may be. We talked about Coach K last He's week. A legend. He's a it legend. It would be so funny if they come in. Like, I'm not going to take them to lose to Cal State Fullerton. Don't get me wrong. That's a baseball school. But second round, Davidson, see you later. How you doing? Keep it moving. Davidson might be a play, man. Davidson always gets hot at this time of year. Hey, yep. Steph went to Davidson. Yes, so. he did. See what I'm saying? I end up picking those teams because the guys that were on the team 10 years ago, 12 years ago. <laughs> it has stupid. no correlation to anything Zero. now. None, but I but take them. That's who we're rolling with, and we're yep. dying on that hill. I picked Texas yep. Tech because Mahomes went there. Really? <laughs> no, <laughs> they're pretty good this year. I mean, you, you just bottom line. There's so many teams involved in this. You just really don't know, and 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 that's it's just any given game as to how this can play out. And, and that's the excitement of like like one game. It's it's you either win or you lose because it's a seven game series and in the NBA. So this is kind of like the last time in their super competitive career. Like a lot of these guys aren't going to go to the NBA, obviously, but this is the last time in their competitive career where if you lose this game, you're out. It's a big yeah. deal. It's one and you're done. It's one and done. Absolutely. I, I would not disagree with that statement. It's going to be interesting to monitor. I mean, we'll give updates as we go and see how terrible, yeah, how we correct are. we are or how not correct. We are a hundred percent. No, absolutely. And don't get me wrong. I get excited about this stuff. But, I mean, we have discussed this on on more than one occasion. But for real, though, the NFL legit just dominates all other sports. I mean, arguably, arguably, allegedly, arguably. But for real. I don't even know it's arguable. It it just dominates everything else, no matter the news. The tampering period's over, and then people are flying off the shelves, literally. Literally. So such a weird name for it. Tampering period? Yeah, like it's like, oh, this is the legal tampering period. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's such a dumb name for that, in my opinion, at least. They should have a different name for that because tampering's got a negative connotation naturally. Yes, it, like... it it really does. It it really does. I I just don't understand exactly what that is. But you know, same thing with like recruiting. So maybe that's kind of like I guess they they don't want to like call it the same thing as the NCAA. So maybe mm-hmm. that's their recruiting period. In quote. 
Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, I just wouldn't. I would name it something else. I understand the part, the purpose of it. It's like this is when you can finally start talking to people, but it's just goofy. Um, but the biggest news happened like right after we recorded last week. What's that? Why don't you Tommy Brady, man? Oh man, no, that didn't happen last week, man. That happened on Sunday. Oh really? Do some oh, Tommy. Going on? Tommy. I thought that was on like on Thursday. Sunday. Tommy yeah. announced that on Sunday. He came out. <laughs> I'm an idiot. He got back from Europe. He was, you know, just, oh, come on. I'm the Tom Brady aficionado of everything here. Yeah. So, I, I mean, listen, it was one of these situations where I didn't think it was possible. Of all people, I thought, you know, that They're was it. Back? That was it. I oh, didn't I think it was so ready back. for this. I was so oh, ready Vince, for this. Vince was. And to give everybody an idea, like, their chances of winning the Super Bowl without Tommy was like 25 to 1. Mm-hmm. When he comes back, now it's like seven to one. I want to say they're like top five or something like that to win this year. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's stupid. It's stupid. Like I have, the the one man changes everything. I have a theory. What's the um, theory? I'm um, curious. Well, because I didn't think he was retired at all from the from the jump. Collusion. Like, I'm like, okay, it's so. There's a couple theories. The first one is I think he wanted to go to San Francisco. I think that's what he wanted to do. I think he was kind of like, hey, you guys should send me to San Francisco. If not, I'm going to retire. They're like, all right, retire. He retired, tried to move tried to move the chess piece at all if he could. Didn't end up happening. He's back. He's playing there. That's my first theory. My second one is that he was always going to come back, and he just wanted to see like who liked him, who posted about him, who contacted him, who actually cares about him when he retires. So now when he comes back, he's got – He's got some stuff in his bag where he'd be like, fuck this guy. I got to mess him up. Like he needed a little more juice to get through that last year than he wants to do here. That's my theory. Do we really think it's that petty Vince where he's yeah. like, you oh, know, yeah. he's a top tier competitor, man. Jordan fuck. made shit up all the time. Fuck this shit. You know, I'm just going to hang it up and see who really loves me and yeah. go from there. Jordan, right? Jordan did that shit all the time. He made stuff up. I mean, listen, I don't believe it's that. I think it's a little bit more genuine than we're giving it credit for. Nah, dude, he's a dog. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think it's like, ah, all right, you didn't say congratulations on your retirement to me? Okay, go fuck yourself. You're playing in uh, Steelers uh, town next year. You know, it's like, no, nah, nah, I'm going to trade your ass to the Bears. I don't think it was really that. I think ultimately he realized, you know, six, seven weeks at home with his family and He's never He's, done that. <laughs> well, yeah, he really hasn't where it's not like football and everything. You got the chance to travel. And I think he's looking at the whole picture. He's like, he's always said, I could never sit and watch a football game and be like, I'm so much better than that fucking guy. Because he, <laughs> he is. And that's the thing. Like, I think when he's physically enabled to perform at the level he's capable of performing, at, I don't ever feel as if that'll be anything that'll cross his mind. He'll hang it up. But he is still a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Without a doubt. I mean, he was top three last year. Even better. So Tommy is just the anomaly in the NFL, and he could arguably probably play until he's 50 years old. So to me, this is something for him. I just feel as if he wanted to put the toe in the water. He wasn't ready to dive in fully. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I think the whole thought process, his kids are starting to get older enough now where he doesn't have to be home yeah, all the time. Th- you think he wants to go like watch their sports games and all that stuff? Sure, I'm sure he does, but he could still have a balance, you know. But you know, then again, you're on the road, you're on the road. So I, yeah, I I don't know, man. It's it's interesting to me. I feel as if 
he's got a couple more years left in the tank and then it'll be like an Aaron Rodgers thing that I think they'll both kind of hang it up. But I think Ben Roethlisberger is the happiest person available right now that he decided to come back. Cause yeah. Then, Cause now he gets to retire be... now. Yeah. Well, or he gets not... to go to the hall of fame and not have to worry about it. Pretty much. I mean, he's, he's going to be the hands out, you know, hall of fame pick at quarterback in, in his year. And he ain't going to worry about it. Thanks Tommy. Yep. And Tom got a new receiver today too. Who Tommy get? Russell Gage. Okay. I know. It's like nothing, but they need to re-sign Chris mm. Godwin. I don't think they can, so. They tag them. They're just going to tag them and then negotiate okay. on the backside. I mean, yep. usually that's what happens. And to be Most perfectly honest, I don't know why. Like, listen, I understand if you're an established guy like Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, in my opinion, we'll get into this a little bit. Further I was going to say, we have to, yeah. He he shouldn't be a guy getting tagged. He's a guy that, you know, okay, we're going to, hey, we're going to make this right by you, whatever it's going to be fully guaranteed, done. Right. Um, I just feel a lot of these guys get caught up in just the dollar bills as to what's across the league and then mm-hmm. what those guys ultimately receive money-wise. Yeah. Because the NFL fucks people with contracts. It's historic. Yeah, and none of, most of them aren't guaranteed, so they're kind of just like, all right, see ya. Yeah, I agree. So that's the thing. If they give him a guaranteed contract, in my opinion, that's the play. And, and he, yeah, and and <laughs> well, they need to. He's not going to play. Well, I don't know if anybody saw what Aaron Rodgers signed for, but it was a three-year, hundred and fifty million dollar contract. Ridiculous. So crazy. now give give Devonte a three-year, hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, you I guess, but, then, but yeah, but who like you need to have other people on your team. Well, that's the thing. I don't understand. And, you know, they're you losing think, guys hey, left and right. Are you seeing this? Zadarius Smith isn't on the team anymore. They dropped Zadarius Smith. They better sign Jair Alexander. Otherwise, they they're... said they're going to make him the highest paid defensive back in the league. And I'm like, how? Yeah, it, it, you see, you're going to piss off some people. And Aaron Rodgers, he might just say, fuck it, I'll retire right. because why does he come back if he doesn't have Devontae Adams? The but best also, if he wants weapons, he can't be signing for 50 mil a year. That's what I don't understand, and that's why I always give Brady so much respect because he would renegotiate, negotiate again to create more cap space to bring in different guys and take money earlier or take money on the back end of the contract or however it played out, and he would always do team-friendly deals. That's why I feel as if this is a group of selfish assholes, and the only mm-hmm. thing they really care about is their money. Sounds like Green Bay to me. Right, and that's why I don't <laughs> ever believe that they will ever get to that next step. They'll always get close, but they don't play that well as a team to a point where you're still missing pieces. Yeah, and I sure hope they don't either for my own like personal sanity, but... Absolutely. I don't know. If Devontae's not playing on the tag this year, then they have to sign him. And he's going to get paid more than any other receiver. And this is kind of a good segue. Christian Kirk is the third highest paid receiver in the league right now. Oh, my God. This is not crazy. Even... Oh, it's funny, bro. Check out our it's TikTok. $84 million? $84 million? $84 million. For Christian Kirk? $84 he's a, million. He's a slot receiver. $84 million. $84 million. And they're trying to move LaVisca Chenault now, too. That's so crazy. dumb. LaVisca Chenault's a stud, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. He just needs another year. He just needs another year and needs to be focused into that offense. But even so, even if, like, if Devontae signs, it's going to have to be more than four years, $84 million. He's basically going to get paid more than 21 a year. He's probably going to 
get paid closer to 25, 26 a year. So well, you're saying him wants... and Aaron Rodgers are going to take $75 million of the cap space? Yeah, he better be kissing the feet of his, like Christian Kirk meaning better be kissing the feet of his agent because yeah. that is just the most ridiculous. Like, what are you most doing? Doug Peterson? Well, like, who decided they were like, oh, yeah, this is a fucking guy. Yeah. I mean, he and he is talented. Like, he's definitely like that's a, he a, two, he's a two receiver on, on most teams. But like, that's that's wide receiver one money right there. And he and maybe if he is the wide receiver one, he might do well. Because we haven't seen that. He's always been behind guys. So, I don't know. Hopefully for him, for his sake, and for the Jaguars' sake, he's he's pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand a lot of this. I guess they shored up a little bit of the offensive line, which is something that they've been drastically needing need to, to do. do. Yeah. Um, but it's just still a lot of holes, and now you're losing, you know, Mac. And yep, I was going to say Mac got dropped, too. A lot yeah, of cap it, casualties this year, a lot of them. Like, it just, it doesn't make a ton of sense to me, you know, defensively for them and then offensively. So they seem to go heavy offense, but I don't understand. You got DJ Chark there, a guy that he has some sort of rapport with. So well, he's say, gone, I think. Yeah, they do. Yeah, he signed yeah. with the Lions on like a one-year prove-it deal. Crazy. Why would, you go to, why would you go from the Jaguars to the Lions? Come on, man. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. Yeah. I just. Uh, it's yeah, money. You, you think you want a quarterback. So the Kenny Galladay thing. Oh, Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Good luck. Follow the money. Yeah. Always follow them. As it is, Kenny Galladay got like $18 million yeah. last year. Which Stupid. we thought was insane. And now Christian Kirk's got 21. It's bananas. Crazy. It's bananas. But to me, you know, Alex Kappa going to Cincinnati is huge. That's yeah. something that Joey B they is like, okay. So bad. Yeah. I need more, though. I feel as if that's what they really need now. I think they saw that they were so they were on the precipice, and that oh, was yeah. like such a that was such a big problem, especially in the Super Bowl, especially against Aaron Donald. They're like, we need a guy that can hold him for at least two more seconds, at least. Well, they need multiple people that can hold for more than multiple seconds. I'm just saying in general because it's like they were just getting their lunch eaten all game. Oh yeah, I mean, granted, that's a once in a lifetime scenario. Really, they they were like the fucking Avengers on defense in L.A. Yeah, and they almost lost, by the way. Um, but this is something to me that, in in my eyes, is like, okay, this is a start, and now you got a draft. Mm-hmm. So you, hopefully, they can go pick up another offensive lineman. But guys like James Daniels, they're they're saying he's going to reunite with Mitchell. You're king. No kidding. In in pit. Did so, I not fucking tell you, Mike? Did I not say it? Mitchell a yeah, I told you he's a goddamn starter. I told you this a month but, ago. No. Uh, I told uh, you this no, a no, month no, ago. No, no. When we no. were talking about Brian Dable and he's like, he's a starter, and you're like, bullshit. No, he's a starter, and he already is right now. I'm telling you, he is not gonna last that these two years. No, he's not. He's not gonna be great. He's gonna be good though. I think he no. will. He is what he is a stopgap. He is a stopgap with no high doubt. upside. Yeah, they're gonna they're yeah, they're gonna get a quarterback. They might draft a quarterback well, and then if he ends up being good, they'll just keep him. It's like having two rookie quarterbacks. Do they draft a quarterback this year? Probably, right? Do they draft a quarterback this year where you know when they're at twenty? Yeah. Maybe and, not actually. It depends because there's not a lot of good quarterback talent, but that also means that they're gonna probably drop that far. Like that's what I'm saying. Like Kenny Pickett, if you could get him, he might Pick just be guy. the play. Yeah. You know, and he's about as old as as Trubisky. So if 
Trubisky really sucks and he's proven that he was trash, that's my eyes where I'm like, okay, well, be done. Let's be done. I think people started thinking maybe more of the problem was Matt Nagy. I think that's really where the where the the thought process went and why he was getting so many looks because Dable was giving him just shining endorsements. What did and, he do there? He he rode the bench. No, I'm, I mean, yeah, he was a practice guy. That's really all it is. But as far as like athletic ability, that was never doubted. And yeah. Matt Nagy's offense, you you could put Peyton Manning on there and he'd have a harder time than usual. Like I don't know. So like maybe there's some upside that they're looking for. It's only a two year deal. Like if he sucks, then he's gone in two years. Oh, he's undoubtedly going to suck. I, no, I, I mean, I'm telling you right now, he'll be he'll be, be mid to good. He'll be mid to good. Destined to be a backup quarterback in the NFL. Destined. There is no two bones about it. I feel as if he's the perfect stopgap, and I could have seen him going to a cold market team, which makes sense why he's going to Pittsburgh. He's going to have to prove it now. You know what? For him and his sake, I'm never here to keep a man down. So I really hope he proves it all wrong and says, yeah, see, it wasn't me. It was that douchebag Nagy. Mm-hmm. Him being himself all the time didn't really seem to work out very much. No, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I want to kind of break this down a little bit. Okay. So as we know, the Texans have stated they are 100% not moving Deshaun Watson to an AFC team. Yep. It's out of question. AFC South. I don't think he's going to go to the AFC period. In general, yeah, but I think AFC South are only like actual log right. jam. Right, because a lot of people are saying, oh, the Colts are interested. Colts but... wanted him. They asked to talk to him, and they said yeah. no. Yeah, well, do you blame him? I don't Mm-mm, blame him. Fuck that. I'm not trying to send him to the Colts and have him just smoke us every game. <laughs> yeah, no. I send him so far out of that division that I don't even want to hear from him anymore. Right, exactly. So my question to you is, is where does he end up in the NFC? There's a couple, there's a couple thoughts to this. Um, I think, well, first the Browns were talking to him. I know they're AFC, but the Browns were talking to him. I think that's actually a decent landing spot for him, given all the um, talent that they have on that team. The NFC is tough though, because the Seahawks wanted, or the Seahawks wanted to talk to him. That didn't end up happening. Um, I think he denied it from the Seahawks. He didn't want to go there. Um, so really, it's New Orleans or Carolina, which has always kind of been the thing. I think he goes Carolina. I think that's like almost a done deal in my mind. I was thinking about this this morning on the Hellmaster, aka the Stairmaster. And I was thinking to myself, all right, I'm a free agent quarterback. I played in a dome. I played in a warm weather climate basically my entire career. Not saying Carolina's cold, but it's not always ideal. It's not warmer than New Orleans. Correct. And it's also not in the dome. And it's also not an offense that actually has some sort of bones and structure. No Sean Payton, though? Doesn't matter. It's still the system. Okay. So okay. let's break this down for a second. And Sean Payton even said, he said, listen, I'm not saying this is goodbye forever. I just need a break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in my eyes, Sean Payton would flip for the opportunity to have the ability to coach a Deshaun Watson, to coach a Russell Wilson, to coach a top-tier quarterback in the NFL. So is it out of bounds? Oh, yeah, because that's on (laughs) the same fucking level. He's top in my mind. (laughs) Oh, yeah, my ass. Anyway, I (laughs) I just feel as if that this is something where if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm like, okay, I get to go play with Michael Thomas. 
I get a good defense around he plays, me. He'll play. Probably. Trust me. If Watson's there, he's coming. Yeah, okay. Probably. And you got some speed in the inside, right? Tory Smith, I believe. No, Troy Smith. What's his name? Number 10. I forget his name all the time. No but clue. Not even going to lie. Got wheels regardless. And then if Kamara doesn't go to jail. I was going to say, you, what's happening with that? Yeah, <laughs> we don't know. But if Kamara doesn't go to jail, now you got Watson. You got Kamara. You got Michael Thomas. You have a absolute stud set up here. And then you hopefully retain your offensive lineman, which I'm not sure if they have or haven't yet. But it's one of these situations where I feel like Sean Payton would look at that and go, oh, wait, I get to coach that. I, I feel like you could see him halfway through the year. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of almost make that argument for Carolina, too. Not as much with like the whole system thing, but McCaffrey, if he stays healthy, obviously. Which, by um, the way, he's on the trade block. Yeah, but I don't know if anybody. I mean, they're only just trying to sell him as high as they can have him in case he gets injured again. Lovey Smith, Lovey Smith will be like a pig in shit to acquire Christian McCaffrey to bring him to Houston. He would ultimately trade him for Deshaun Watson. No, it would be like Christian McCaffrey and a bunch of picks for Deshaun Watson. That would be sneaky, honestly. That's that's what I can Houston. Would it? Yeah, I mean, Davis Mills, he's already going to be starting anyway. You give him a nice little dump off back, and as long as he stays healthy, it's a pretty good situation for him. And then a team I read today that's emerging out of the NFC South is the Atlanta Falcons. Yes, I saw that as well. But I don't know how that fits either because there really isn't the same amount of talent there. And you'd have to give up a bunch of picks so you really can't build around them. And what are you going to do, send Matt Ryan to fucking Houston? Yeah. And you're not trading pits, and if you do, then he has zero targets. Right. Because Ridley's not even back from, until a year later. Exactly. So in my eyes... And Russell Gage of... is on the Bucks now. <laughs> oh, Russell Gage is Russell Gage. Hey, he was, he was, a, good, he was a good slot guy. He was, he was fun. You can replace that in the draft. If they Ultimately. have picks. Well, right. So that's, <laughs> there's the thing. Do you look at each situation and go, okay, I get coached by Poopy Matt Rule for a season, and then I get the coach I want? Yeah. Matt Rule belongs in college. He has no fucking business being in the NFL, and it shows. Yeah, that's that's the verdict's out on that for sure. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, does okay? Does my boy Sammy D start somewhere next year? I don't no, know. Absolutely not. There's da, well, does he? That ship has sailed. It's gonna be interesting to see. I don't think it will. I think it's already sailed. <laughs> well, here's the thing: you got you got DJ Moore. You got some weapons there to play with. In the respect of if I'm Deshaun Watson, how I look at this. That was my thought process. Like you get DJ Moore, you got McCaffrey, um, you got how oh, Dan Arnold's not on that team anymore. That's sad. Um, but still, I mean, you got some guys. Defense isn't too bad. Like you're obviously not going to get traded to like the best team in the world. So you gotta you gotta give up some. You gotta have some. So it's those two teams are I think are going to happen. I don't think the Falcons. Maybe the Browns. Maybe a little bit, but I don't think that's going to happen either. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere in the AFC. So if you had to pick it anywhere, where is he going? Carolina. Taking I feel the like they have enough. I feel like they have enough to send him back. And you're taking the Saints. I'm taking the Saints. I feel like Sean Payton would flip a shit to get him there. Yeah, uh, there's going to be some blowback no matter where he goes to. That's something to keep in mind as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then it and then it'll show if he's actually going to a real team. But if I'm him. 
I don't know, man. You only got another year left on your contract. Do you just say, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I'll play for Lovey one year, and then I'll hit Lovey free agency. Lovey doesn't want him, though. They don't want him. They're trying to get rid of him. But there's the thing, though. If I'm if I'm him, and be like, you know, I'll just play it out and trade me at the end of the season or trade me at the trade deadline. Yeah. But then again, if he gets hurt, then there's that also. But it just all depends. You know, I, I would want to be a free agent and control my own destiny, but that's my personal opinion. I think that's, that's going to happen either way, though. Yeah, I could see that. But chances are the team who wants to trade for him, they want some confirmation that they can lock him up for the next five, six, seven years. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, he doesn't have to do it. And also, if he goes somewhere and he kind of balls out, that price tag's going up. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and that's the thing. And, and you know, just to think in my own brain that the Bears could have drafted him. Oh, dear God. Wow. It just makes it so much fucking worse. Yeah, Maybe I don't even know th- if I want him. Something really? Still, something, something still stinks about it. I'm not going to lie, but. No, I I I mean, hey, Dabo Sweeney said it the best. You pass up on this kid, you're passing up on Michael Jordan. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about his play. I'm talking about the weird oh, ass shit that was going he on. He wouldn't have been doing that shit out here. It would have been all swept under the rug because it's Chicago. That's actually true. They wouldn't have given a shit. But Are still, you kidding? Yeah. It's Chicago. It's corrupt as shit. It would have <laughs> yeah. just been like, yeah, 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 you're getting tugs. Hey, fuck it. Just sweep it under <laughs> the rug. Fuck it. We're on, a, we're on our way out anyways. Don't worry about it. <laughs> And then to, you know, kind of lead to that, you know, some other rumor mills going around here. Yep. I mean, you know, I was very surprised that the Cowboys were like, oh, yeah, you, you want to you want a bag of footballs? OK, all right. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll we'll trade them. What was going Martin on Cooper? with that? Just done here. gone. And then they released Jarvis Landry the next day or not the next day. Yeah, yesterday with Baker to throw. I don't get it. None they just got to move off of Baker. They got to they got to redo it. Stefanski's got to draft his guy, which I think he very well might. This I, I don't know, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to pay attention to. But I, I, I if I'm Amari Cooper, I'm like, Ugh. why? Like, why did this happen? He's going to look weird in Browns colors too. I think everybody looks weird in Browns colors. That's it's actually poo. a fact. Besides Joe Thomas, it's that poo. worked out for him. It's poo. It I mean, is. Let's face it. It's poo. Like, oh yeah, we're we're named after Pooh. How you doing? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> for real though, I was just saying. I'm just saying. So I, I don't know here. It's going to be very interesting to monitor as free agency starts to play out and see all this happen. Now, my whole thing is, where does Jarvis go? He can go wherever the hell he wants. Well, I know, but if you had to pen him anywhere, do the Bears look at him? Do the Bears go, hey, we want Jarvis? Maybe, especially if Allen Robinson isn't coming back and it's looking more, oh, and more Alan, like that. Allen Robinson isn't coming back to It's always possible. He liked on Twitter that this Adam Rank guy posted. He was like, we would love to have Allen Robinson back. Likes it. Boom. He's already interested. Um, but even so, it's reading way too far into it. But, I, dude, he can go anywhere. And if I'm him, I'm not coming to the Bears because I want to go win. The reason he's in Cleveland is because he wants to win. Yeah, I guess. I mean, at the end of the day, I look at it like this. I see Amari Cooper, not Amari Cooper, but Allen Robinson looking at a team like Buffalo and going, yeah. I can be the yin to the yang. Stefan. Oh, my God. Could you imagine those two? Yeah, it'd be dumb. That'd be Especially nasty. with Josh Allen. Yeah, because Allen Robinson isn't isn't necessarily a burner, and Stefan Diggs is, so he can be those inside routes, just picking balls. up balls left and right. All day long. And I mean, then you got some you got some balance. Either that or do you go look at, you know, let's say the Raiders. Yeah. They lost a major guy. You could probably get paid there. You play in a dome half the year. You play in a nice can live in a nice climate. What do you give a shit? 
Yeah, I'm with you there. I would go there if I were him. I would definitely go to the Raiders. I'm surprised that the the Cowboys weren't like, yeah, you know, we'll we'll send them to the Raiders. That would have made sense. But I think it just depends on now that he has a choice. It just depends on if he first, what's his biggest priority? Like, obviously, he's going to want to get paid, but is he trying to go to a winning team? And maybe that means take a little less money. Um, And if that's the case, then he can go to a lot more places. But if not, he might just get stuck in New York or freaking i don't know anywhere chicago <laughs> to just be don't pull a kenny galladay just whatever you do don't pull a kenny galladay he already went to a horrible team i so. know that's what i'm saying to alan yeah. robbins don't pull a kenny galladay don't just yeah. go for the money because that's clearly what he did a hundred percent so it's going to be interesting to monitor you know i i feel as if it's going to be a uh very busy end of the week as we start to progress and Dan NFL free agency getting closer to the draft, which we are almost uh, a month away. I think yep. we're damn close to it. So it's going to be interesting to monitor. Now, let's bring back one of our favorite segments of all time. Yes. We haven't done this in many, many weeks. Yeah, and I'm happy. Vince, you are exempt from this one because I you just might hack up a fucking lung on us. Straight up. Straight so up. So to bring it back in full fashion... Bears Corner. <laughs> I wish I could do that, but I will start. It's okay. So yeah, he, he would literally seize and die on this mid-episode, and we can't have that, people. No, not cool. We just can't have that. I want to come back next week. Yeah, definitely need you back next week. I mean, hey, you got you got a you got a tropical fucking vacation. Yeah, I'm going to Putacan on Friday, and I got a goddamn head cold. It's pissing Look at me this off. This fucking guy. It's pissing me off. Half Rona over here is traveling across. Hey, it's the not Corona. I got tested. It's not Corona. <laughs> Thank God, dude. Thank God. Oh, you'll be fine. I mean, hey, it's yeah. it's all good now. I'm on the know? I'm on the back end of it. That's usually now, when the cough starts, anyway. So now we're joking. wagging the dog, and it all goes away. So exactly. let's kick off uh, Bears Corner. I mean, hey, I think the biggest surprise to any Bears fan this week was Khalil Mack getting traded for a bag of footballs and yep. a trophy. So Our sweet prince. And he's gone. And now he is going to arguably make up one of the scariest front fours of the NFL that any one of us have seen in a Him very long Bosa? fucking time. <laughs> Legit. God, damn. That's scary wow. as fuck, dude. What who do you block? I don't know at this point. I don't and know. Then, and then it's just reported that JC Jackson, Jackson signs yeah. with them. Their I defense mean, is going to be ridiculous. They're creating the fucking Avengers in St. Diego, which they're not in the no, whale's vagina anymore. In the, they're in the in LA. same goddamn city as but, the other Avengers team. Jeez, I, I just can't believe it. Now it's like, what if you have an LA, LA Super Bowl? Then where do you do? I mean, uh, like for real, though. Yeah. Be too and many it's, blues. And it's in like Detroit. <laughs> Yeah, that would be so stupid. That would be terrible timing. Yeah, But no, for real, to be honest, and I know some Bear fans are like, this is dumb. This is dumb. This is stupid. No, really, really. really. At least you got something for him. Dude, thank you. I didn't know how you were going to feel about this. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, at least you got something for him. He really doesn't fit the new scheme, which he could fit in any scheme because he's just a freak. He's 32, coming off a foot injury. Like, he's not going to want to rebuild again. And he's a no. big cap hit, and they're like, we need to get rid of this. Yeah, and, and absolutely. I felt like they should have did it last offseason. It would have made yeah. far more sense, but, you know, you had that last. That was, that was uh, Pace. I didn't want him to make that trade. Yeah, and Pace was just like, oh, no, I can't get rid of my poster <laughs> child. Like, there is a situation. Like, for Russell Wilson, I understand if you want to give away three first-round draft picks in the fucking bank, because at least you know you're getting a generational talent at quarterback. 
Yeah. But to do the same thing for a defensive player that's in his mid to late 20s and his best days are dwindling. Yeah. It is so silly to me that this was even done. And if you look back now, what, five years? Because the trade was made in 2017, 2018. The Bears lost the trade. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at that. I mean, it's kind of you can look at it like that, but you I mean, if if they would have drafted different guys, it would have been a different game. The Raiders. Yeah. Ha- oh, of course. I mean, that's yeah. that goes without saying. But then again, does it? Because then now we bring up the Nagy thought process. Nagy's a bag of dicks and he's not really worth a bag of dicks. And, 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 and that's all it is. It's like, OK, even if you do draft Watson, even if you do draft Mahomes, who's to say that Nagy doesn't corrupt them. That's been my point for a long time. It's like it, where you put a rookie in and what the structure is on the offense means almost as much as any talent that they have. And like Deshaun Watson went to a team with Bill O'Brien, which, you know, he had his qualms, but he was a good offensive coach or at least let him do what he's doing. Mm, And then Billy boy sucked. I'm just saying he ended up being good for him, but even so like, Mahomes goes to Andy Reid. It's like that's a perfect situation. Man, Aggie, everybody thought he was good for a year, but he he just really wasn't. And his scheme was like just it was fourth grade. It was bullshit. It was it was new tricks that the league hasn't seen. And yeah. once they saw it, they were like, Oh, that's what you're doing? And oh, he didn't okay, react yeah. at all to it. No, he didn't react. He kept everything the same and he sucked. Yep. And he played the same thing and lost the locker room after year two. So I think this is good for Cleo Mack, though. Um just because he's not he's not the focal point of that line anymore. Like he is the second best player on that line. Like Bosa, as young as he is, how he's playing, like he's their one he's their one A. Cleo Max their one B. Like he's is he as good? Yeah, he might be better, but still, like Joey Bosa is quicker and faster and ba- like he's just he's on it right now. So that's good for him because then he he doesn't have to be the focal point. He might get one on one blocks, which he hasn't had in years being on the Bears. Maybe he has a come out season, just starts beasting because they can't block both those guys. Yeah, no, I, I, I think this is a perfect setup for him. And I mean, granted, you're going to play in uh, arguably the toughest division in football. Yeah, but this moves the needle a bit, huh? Oh, yeah, definitely moves the needle. A lot of bit, a lot of bit. Definitely I mean, granted, the Broncos moved a lot, but I think the Raiders might be the worst team in the whole entire division now. And they're not that bad. No, they're I mean, they would probably be second or maybe win the NFC North, depending on how the Packers are. I mean, think about it. It's Herbert Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Yeah, and Derek Carr. And then Derek Carr. And Derek Carr is not a he's shitty fucking, quarterback. He's easily top 15. He's definitely If Derek Carr played on the league. Vikings, he'd be really good. Yeah. You know, there's the thing. If Derek Carr played, you know, for a, a shitty division in the NFL. Yep. You know, if he played in the East, he'd be great. If he played on the Eagles or the Giants or whatever. He'd in the NFC South. Throw him on there. He'd be great. But at the end of the day, now you're playing against all these guys. And oh, if I'm the owners of uh, the Raiders, I'm like, shit. Such bullshit. I mean, it, it is what it is. You, you're just going to have to play through it. But now the Bears... I, you're you're gonna suck presumably now for the next two years. So now we're burning it down all over again and restarting. I think everybody needs to calm down on Twitter. I mean, I know that's like the that's like the antithesis of what Twitter's for. Everybody just freaks out all the time. But so the Bears signed um I fuck his name up. Ogunjobi. 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 What'd you call me? Larry? Ogunjobi. Ogunjobi. 
There it is. Okay, cool. So the Bears. What's I up, know, Blair? And then people were like, "What the fuck? Why did they do this? Why would they do something like that?" All right. So, Poles said he would be slow in free agency. That's the only signing they've really made besides like a couple like backup guys. Um, and the people were like, "Why would they sign him?" Well, he fits. He fits Eberflus's Eberflus's defense super well, and they needed that guy to be in the middle there. I thought it was a good move. They're not going to be great, but he can be a corner piece of this defense as it gets better throughout the next couple of years. He's there for three years. They have cap room. Calm the fuck down. Just calm down. Take a deep breath. Meditate a bit. It's going to be okay. It's not like the money's going to be the money's going to be used somewhere else, no matter what. So there you go. It's good to have them. Get a couple of receivers in here. Calm down. I think you're going to see the Bears draft heavy offensive line in this year's draft and then pulls an offensive and... lineman too. something to think about. Yeah. So I think he can identify the talent in the mid to late rounds of the draft and maybe bring in some guys here that make sense and actually fit the system. They clearly have no faith in James Daniels and they're like, Hey, yeah, he's gone. Gonzo. So now you have a guard spot that you have to fill and you have a couple other things that you have to start looking at. So I, I do believe, though, that this is going to be something to monitor in the future. I mean, if you had to pen their record next year, what would you put them at? Sorry, say that one more time. If you had to pick the Bears record next year, where are they at? How many games do they play now? 18? Yeah. Um, they play 17 out of 18 weeks. Uh, I give them four. It depends on Justin Fields. I give him six wins. That's kind of where I was thinking. Five to six wins, and I'll be happy. Yeah. Because now we're back. Fields starts playing well. There's no reason they wouldn't be close to 500. I know you can't be 500 anymore, but. Corner hasn't changed shit. I guess the only thing we have going for us is that we're in a shitty division. To me, it's going to just be grooming Justin Fields to be Mm -hmm. the best his you know, the best you've best seen him in year yeah. three. This is year two, right? This is going into year two. Yeah, so, so now really... in year three, you need to see it. And then you got to ball out and then you'll get paid. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Nathaniel Hackett. No, wrong name. Jesus. Either way. Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry. Different Packers guy. Um, he is in a new system. I'm hoping it goes well. I don't really know. I didn't do, I haven't done a lot of research on any of these coaches. They seem all like they're pretty close to the best here. So I don't know. I don't want to overread anything because it's kind of not worth the time right now because they're not going to be that good. So you kind of just watch it, kind of take it all with a grain of salt and, you know, deal with it. We're rebuilding again. It's just happening. Oh, yeah. No. So, so another Packers guy, Luke Ketsky. That's his name. Jesus. Sorry, sick brain. Flu, flu brain. brain. Flu brain. He's, he's, that's why I got him. So Luke Getzky needs to develop this talent and move from there. Now, there are some other concerning things coming out of the Chicago Bears camp, if, if we'd like to call it. Um, so there are reports coming out right now that Virginia McCaskey is in poor health. Um, and, and that's no surprise. The woman is aging. Uh, to put yeah, it like, she's really old. She's, she's really old. She, yeah, Vince isn't fucking around. Yeah, she's old. No, and, I'm not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Call no, spade a spade. She's like 100. Years, she's 99. Yeah, and and if I'm George McCaskey, I'm I I live in Sycamore and I'm older as well. And you know, maybe Ted and I just want to ride off in the sunset, and my brothers and I will just be billionaires for the rest of our lives. Vince, what do we feel do. about this? He doesn't. Do we feel about okay. This? 
I hope that she lives as long as she possibly can. I'm not wishing poor health on anybody. That's crazy. But if, you know, bygones be bygones, you know, if it happens, I don't think they should own the team. I don't know why they would own the team. And they've said so many times that they don't like football. Like, not like, but they just don't understand the strategy. And they're not football guys. They're self-appointed not football guys. Only problem with this is the new stadiums being built. So I don't know how that's going to go in the future, but I just wish they would. All right, let's just sell the team. Give it to somebody that actually wants to spend money. It gives it to somebody that actually cares about football, where we can have somebody that owns the team and isn't trying to profit off of it solely. Right. Because that's always the problem. That's always been the problem with them is like, that's their sole business and that's how they make their money. And we, can't have somebody like that in an ever-changing sports world you need some guy that's like oh extra money this is fun this is kind of fun for me to own that's kind of what it needs to be yeah i agree i i feel as if if they had somebody who gave a shit as an owner and i don't know who that would be and i don't know if that's someone on a local level or some young billionaire that could come in or 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 a compilation group of former owners or whatever it's gonna be LeBron James, God no, that would be the most bittersweet fucking thing on the face. He of the owns planet. the damn Reds. He owns part of the Red Sox. Yeah, no, I, I part of I, Arsenal, I think too. It's crazy. Great, great. <laughs> well, I I don't want to hear that because then that would make me dislike the Bears greatly because I just really don't fucking like that person. But that's yeah. one thing. Now, who I would love to absolutely see make this happen is a guy like uh, Peyton Manning, and, and if he got a group together to go buy the Bears. I feel as if we're destined for great things. Yeah. Hey, sorry I beat you in 2006. Uh, I'm going to pay this back to you by owning part of your team and bringing them back up to relevance. Correct. Correct. And, you know, then we don't have to hear uh, uh, just uh, awful terms like uh, Ryan and Matt are football guys. (sighs) We're not football guys. Right. Oh, right. We're just going to go fuck off for the next 25 years, which we have. Uh, you know, one Super Bowl appearance, handful of playoff appearances, is, it just hasn't been right. So I, I I am all about this. So Bears, if you're smart, let's just sell clean. You know, let's ride off in the sunset with Virginia. No and good health to Virginia McCaskey. Yeah, and, and blessed health to her, and, yeah. and she will be in our T's and P's. Yeah. So I think it's time to transition. Uh, we, we touched on all the NFLs, I think. Now we're yeah, almost we're, an hour of NFL content. You are welcome, people. You are welcome. So now let's get into the not so fun, uh, but it's uh, hopefully getting better now that we're getting yeah. some of our core back. Uh, Caruso came back. So yep. this is huge. And now we're talking about the Chicago Bulls to give everybody some point yes. of reference. Um, this is something that for all of us that we've been waiting on for a while. Now, if I am not mistaken, we did drop a game last night to the Sacramento to the Kings. Kings. That was rough. Yeah. That was rough. Yeah. A lot wasn't going right last night. It is what it is. I don't really, I don't really want to address that. I don't think it was that big of a deal going forward, but they need to win those games at this point. Um, but Caruso's back and the first game he comes back, they hold the team to under hundred points. Which is saying something because he's a defensive stopper. The minute he gets out on the court, first off, in Sacramento last night, he got on the court and people were screaming for him. He's like the fan favorite to the end of time. Um, he's a great defender. I'm so happy to have him back. Two more guys need to come back, and then we get we're at full health again. Um, Pat Williams is supposedly he was supposed to be back at the end of this week. They're saying it's going to be closer to the end of the month. They're not trying to rush him back, which I 
appreciate and I think is a great idea. And then Lonzo Ball is kind of on the same boat, so he'll be back March, maybe beginning April. So it'll be good to have those guys back, but I just I'm so ready to see what they're like all together again, just so I can have a real opinion on them because everybody else is saying, hey, they can't beat good teams, and the numbers are astounding. And I'm hoping that that something changes or those guys get back and it changes everything. But I don't know, man. Yeah, it, it seems to me kind of what we've discussed here over the past few weeks. It's really going to be a wait and see. And either they're going to mesh, they're going to come together as a team in the playoffs when it counts. Either that or it's going to be something in which they just absolutely fall on their face. And I'd hate to see it, but at the end of the day, I think this management learned a lot this year of what this team is. Mm -hmm. And now they know how to address it and actually have the tools to address it in the offseason. Because in my eyes, half of the battle is addressing your weak points. And as we've all found out, that's defense and that's rebounding. So... Mm -hmm. Especially without Caruso and Lonzo. I'm not saying that. I'm talking more now in the paint in a big man's game. Yeah. Which, as we've discussed numerous times on the show, it is becoming that exactly. It is beautiful to trust a front office that you feel is a little bit competent, though. It's a fantastic feeling. that was a problem yeah. for fucking 10 years. It was a problem across the board in this town, basically, unless yeah. you were, you know, uh, if you were a Sox fan, you had some faith in the process. Because you're like, okay, so we're going to suck for a while. Oh, yeah, Theo. Theo, what Theo brought to this city for the Chicago Cubs probably won't be duplicated for another hundred years. But <laughs> yeah, hopefully we all hope that as White Sox fans. But then again, the Bears and the Bulls, the the two Bs were very, very bad. Horrible. And just absolute shit management, absolute just heads in the clouds, no clue what they were doing. And, you know, it, it just got to a point where we needed change and drastically. And, and that's what we got. So now you hope that the Chicago Bears getting off a of Bears corner can duplicate some of the similar success. Uh, will it be this quick? Absolutely not. Nope. But then again, looking at this, Katie's back. Um, <laughs> Dude, you know, just I doing love Katie's. Kevin Durant. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Durant's the funniest basketball player on earth. Yeah, uh, he's a lot to handle. Dude, he's so funny. Uh, so the Knicks are playing the Nets. Um, he had a shot over Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier is like six five, I think six four, six five. Kevin Durant's like seven feet. Um, he went up to Evan Fournier after he shot over him and gave like the little pinch thing, like the small dick sign, you know, the little pinch thing with your thumb and your pointer. And he said "le patit" as if he was French, <laughs> right to him. He's just like, "Hey, little dick, <laughs> you're fucking too small." In French, it's so funny. Um, but also Kevin Durant. Talked to the NYC mayor about all the bullshit with the mandate and everything. Don't know if that's going to change anything, but it was newsworthy that he said that. Um, he said he talked to him. Um, he appreciates all he does and yada, 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 all the political jargon. But that should be changed soon because Kyrie was on the sidelines. I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that? It's so hypocritical and It's so stupid. dumb. It's just let it be done now. You know, now no one cares about it anymore, I guess. So let's just move forward. Well, he was sitting in the third row, Bro, right behind I know. the guys. Yeah, I he know. He just been like, "Hey, high five. It's fucking ridiculous." <laughs> I would have, I would have been trolling the whole fucking game. Yeah, and looking and then, directly then, at the camera, smiling my ass off. The Nets invite him into the locker room. You went into the locker room with them, and they got fined. And I'm just like, "This is so dumb." All Seriously? So dumb. Yep. This is just ridiculous. Adam Silver really needs to step in and say, "All right, enough of this shit." I don't yeah. care where you are. We as the NBA are saying this is nonsense, and we'll pay the fines that go along with it. 
Yeah, it's they're a multi-billion-dollar organization. They can f- they can afford a couple five six thousand dollar fines every night. Yeah, they can. I I just don't care what anybody tells me. No, you're right. This this is just getting to a point now where it's just theater and let the teams play with their full teams. They're back, and Kyrie when he's teamed up with KD, they're amazing. Terrifying, and they're the eighth seed right now, which is something to remember. And so- if so, we're fucked. If this does happen, yeah. it's over. It's over. I wouldn't say that. That's a little saddest. But it's yeah, over. I mean, the consolation prize for coming in first place right now for the Heat is playing the Nets in the first round. Is That's just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's going to be something to watch. I mean, definitely if Kyrie gets to play at home and do all that, they're going to be nasty. Totally. Now, what's the timeline on Ben Simmons? Or should I say bitch Simmons? I don't even know. He's just going to come back at some point. I don't know if anybody even has a timeline. They're extremely hopeful, says ESPN, that he can come back before the regular season ends. So at least he might be back before it ends. Oh, yeah. You know, he had a rough year sitting on his ass. (laughs) I'm so sick of it. All right. Let's get into the most exciting thing that has happened since last episode. Literally, it was the day after. That's that was it, Vince. We were like, get it fucking together, MLB. And they listened to us and they figured it out. And we are back, people. Even before we posted, they were like, we're back. You can feel it. We're back. MLB is back, people. Hey, snaps. Let's go. Hooray. MLB is back. Um, they announced that they are going to play 162 games. So Full season. We're losing. We're losing the first two series, and then those are going to be made up in double headers, which are going to be nine inning double headers again. Hooray! Let's go. And then they also got rid of the the man on second rule for extra innings. That is gone. So wait, it, we're not playing softball anymore? Nope. It dude. Oh, good that to hear. Was, okay. That was such a dumb rule, and it's gonna like think about it in like ten years. It's gonna be laughable when people are like remember that one stupid ass year we had a man on second for no reason crazy like rec league softball like exactly. beer league rec league softball crazy and then they're also I'm, they're banning the shift next year which is great they're saying it's going to be two men it. on each side of the base which is how it should be because positioning matters in every sport so fuck off joey Votto's like fuck yeah <laughs> same thing with uh yasmani grandal yeah, same Most thing with the Monty Grandal. Yeah, all the pull hitters in the MLB are like, oh, thank God. This is great, yeah. It's going to make the game a lot more interesting, honestly. And I more felt fun, as if man. that's, oh, yeah, far more fun, far more hitting, more offense, which is what we deserve as fans, uh, which is growing up in the steroid era, something that I do miss greatly because now they're very, very low-scoring games. Granted, you do have games where there is a fair amount of hitting and fair amount of runs scored, yeah. but then again, that's it has declined drastically over the past decade. So I do believe that this is going to be great to see and good for the sport. And I'm excited. I'm excited now, in my opinion, the next thing that needs to be added is a pitch clock. Yeah. And and robo ups. Yeah. They were talking about actually both of those. Um, Would Robo. I think robo ups is going to be a hard sell because of the whole umpire union. They're still going to be umpires on the field. It's robo ups are just going to be for strikes and, balls but yeah that's gonna be a hard sell but i think that needs to happen because uh, umpires fucking up games is so annoying to me Let's just get rid of angel fernandez's bitch ass because yeah. i'm sick of him and ruining my baseball team yeah now that joe west is going, we just gotta wait for angel hernandez to get out just the fucking worst just an All idiot right. just horrible just exciting things though and now i mean now that we're back everybody is dropping like flies Dude. people are signing everywhere big money 
one cool thing is that the NFL and the MLB free agency is like lining up right now. Yeah. It's it's pretty exciting. It's exciting to see and, and I, nothing I've seen in a very, very long time. The biggest move so far, um, Matt Olson got traded from the Athletics, who are fire sailing right now, to the Braves, which basically means Freddie Freeman is no more in Atlanta, which is kind of crazy to me. Why? That's such a slap in the face to Freddie. I know. That is such a slap in the face. I think it was an ownership thing. The GM did an interview, and he was pretty... uh, pretty choked up about the whole thing. So I think it was more of a manager or an ownership thing. Wanting to get a younger guy in there, but he's just not that much younger. He's I mean, four Matt years, Olsen. man. He's 28. So, I mean, I'm I'm just saying first basemans can play very long careers. And if you're in this window of time right here, right now, where you have a team to, to potentially repeat, especially with Ozuna coming back. Totally, yeah. Or not Ozuna, Acuna. Uh, Acuna. I don't know where Ozuna is, but, you know. Sorry. That was a domestic violence thing, so. I got my wrong <laughs> Dominican Republican last name. Yep. But regardless, Acuna's back now, and he's going to be just he's hitting player lasers. Yeah. And now Freddie was hitting lasers. I mean. I mean, Olsen's also perennial all-star. Baseball. Damn good. Yeah, but there's always a transition of guys moving from the NL to the AL. Or AL to NL, should I say. Yeah. I, I don't know if I enjoy this. And, I mean, then they gave him a bag on top of it. Eight years, 168. This is silly. Good for him. It paid, King, but. Hey, damn. good for you. Get paid. But now where does Freddie go? I, I'm reading a lot that Freddie wants to Los go play. Los Angeles. I would almost I would almost bet the house on it. I'm also reading that he may go to the Mets and play with Scherzer and Co. Yeah, but what do you do with Pete Alonso? Granted, oh, there's man. a oh, there's also a National League DH too. I just want to say that really quick. Well, there you have it. So you could that would be scary if you had Freddie and Pete Alonso switching off first base every other night. God damn. Yeah. I mean that I mean Freddie is a <sighs> defensive stud, one. And then on top of that, now you got a guy like Alonzo that just hits bombs, laser shows. Monster shots. Oh, yeah. Just laser shows of proportions we've never seen before. Now, it's going to be interesting to see where some of these guys go because I haven't heard any news on Rizzo and where he plans on ending up. I'm sure. So a lot of these first basemen are going to kind of pan out. New York wants Freddie Freeman, but New York wants everybody. I'm sure Rizzo's going back to the Yankees. I'm really? almost confident, um, especially after that trade they made. So they they sent Gio Urshela and Gary Sanchez to Minnesota for Josh Donaldson, this backup catcher guy, a couple other things. That's so um, dumb. Yeah, they got Isaiah Kiner Falefa too because the Twins have been really busy, but no one really knows who he is unless you like really watch baseball. Um, but basically, I kind of like that move for the Yankees for me because I don't think that's that good of a move for him. Um, yeah, and I hate the out of the division so. pretty cool. Yeah, but now you got to deal with Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez is a beast. Supposedly, the Twins aren't going to keep him. Hmm. Interesting. And also, I don't he's, know, a bad, he's a bad catcher. He's a good hitter, but he's a bad catcher. Well, to have a catcher that can hit, yeah, I understand. I understand all sides. It's going to be interesting. You know, there's going to be a lot of movement here in the next few weeks. Now, if we're talking about our beloved, you know, what are the odds that a guy like Chris Bryant winds up on the south side because I hear there is there is interest. I don't know if it's quite mutual, but I think Chris Bryant wouldn't be opposed to coming back to Chicago. Yeah, that's a lot of money. 
And that has me concerned. The White Sox have the highest payroll they've ever had right now. Mm. So a little scary. Um, they're going to have to get somebody in right field, I think, but I don't know. I don't know. Gonna... That's tough. I, I, don't, I don't see him coming to the Sox. Well, our newest signees, right? We we got a uh, who's the guy from the A's? The oh Josh uh, Josh Harrison. He's been everywhere for second okay. base. He's gonna be good. Okay. Well, I love to see it. Older guy. We'll, we'll continue to monitor. We're getting some veteran presences here. Rodon goes to the Giants. Very interesting to see. Have fun, and, my sweet prince. I'll miss you. Yes, yes, we will miss you. But it was just the money didn't make sense, and then Fernando Tatis falls off a motorcycle. I mean, this is uh, multiple be... motorcycle accidents. It's insane. It's crazy. Just don't. Here's the here's the principle, people. Don't get paid millions and millions of dollars and go do stupid shit. Don't go. Yeah, once you get three hundred million dollars, you should just kind of sell the bike. Yeah, sell the bike, sell the fun, be like Mike Trout and live like a saint and just hit baseballs and 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 you know be a family man. Yeah. At that point, that's how I view it. So the pod, new Padres manager Bob Melvin said his motorcycle days are over, which they should be. And Fernando Tatis better look in the fucking mirror. That's yeah, all I'll say. That's all him. I'll say. We got a lot more baseball to cover, Vince. I'm excited for it. Me too. There's going to be a so lot excited. happening here, hot stove over the next few weeks. We got a lot. Oh, yeah. So. This was great as always, people. We thank you so much. We are full back in attack. This will be posted Thursday morning. So, Taxi Squad Thursdays, we are back. Vince, have a great time at Put the Con. Oh, thank you, sir. I hope I don't feel like shit by that time. So, we'll see. That's what tequila's for. That's true. I mean, that is literally what tequila's for. So, I want you to go. I want you to get yourself right here before Thursday. And then away you go. That's away you plan. go. Away you go. All right, people. Well, hey, you know the deal. Follow, like, share, five stars on the Spotify's, and we'll see you soon. Peace.